0: amen all right the scriptures in numbers chapter 14 we'll read from verse 22 all the way to verse 24 as we stand for the reading of the word of the lord as it is our custom numbers chapter 14 we'll read just uh, three verses of scriptures verse 22 verse 23 and then verse 24 and we will be seated just in a moment now this is a reading of the word of the lord we'll read from the niv version so that it will capture really what um, the message we really want to capture this morning the bible says in verse 22 it says not one of those who saw my glory and the signs that i performed in egypt and in the wilderness but who disobeyed me and have tested me how many times? How many times? Verse 23. Now if you ask ourselves I'm sure we've tested God more than 10 times. I've tested him like a thousand times and still counting. Now verse 23 says not one of them will ever see the land I promised on oath to their ancestors. No one who has treated me with contempt will ever see. That will not be your portion in the name of Jesus. That will not be my own portion in the name of Jesus. Now verse 24. The Bible says, But because my servant who... My servant who... I need you to remove Caleb and put your own name. Because my servant has, has a different spirit and follows me half-heartedly, whole-heartedly, I will bring him into the land he went to and his descendants will inherit it. The verse 23 is not your portion. The verse 24 shall be our portion in Jesus' name. I read again to your hearing, but because my servant Caleb has a different spirit and follows me wholeheartedly on this premise that he has something different from what the others had, That thing the Bible describes as being wholehearted. The Bible says, because he has this different spirit. So there is a spirit that is wholehearted. He says, because he has that spirit, I will bring him into the land where he went. I need you to pay attention to that. Because it was interesting to know that every elected elder that went to spy the land, spied a portion of the land, Caleb spied the part called Hebron. That was the part that he went to that he spied. Every other person went to all other tribes. But the part he, he, he spied was the choicest part of the promised land. That part he chose that he saw by himself. That is why the Lord said the part gung, 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 that he went to. Not the part, not the small portion of elsewhere. That part, what? Gang, gang, gang. That is the one that he was inherit. Somebody say, gang, gang, gan. Whatever that means. I know in Yoruba it means that one precisely. So Bible says, God says, I will bring him into that land. What? Gang, gang, gang. Gan, that he went to and that he was inherited because he had a different spirit this morning i bring you the word of the lord titled not gone gone god titled that is titled a wholehearted spirit somebody give god praise in the house this morning amen praise the lord why don't you remain standing and just say a word of prayer to yourself father reach out to me through your word this morning just turn it to prayer as short as it is father reach out to me with your word this morning somebody just turn that to a prayer father reach out to me with your word this morning in the name of jesus and our prayers are answered in jesus name you may be seated So first and foremost, I want to thank the senior pastor for starting us off with this message last week, Sunday. Please help me celebrate the set man. And so as I listened on Wednesday and different examples of um, Bible characters were brought up, and we're going to consider one or two of them just to drive home the point this morning. But just before we start, I would love Multimedia to help us with Numbers chapter 13, and verse 3. I'm going to show you something, then I'll give you a a very short story that will help us to capture the essence of what we want to discuss this morning. Now, the Bible says, pay attention and look up. It says, so at the Lord's command, please, if you can start from verse 2, please start from verse 2 and let's do 2 and 3. In verse 2, the Bible says, This is the word of the Lord. Send some men to what? Explore the land of what? Canaan. Let's read together. Which I am giving to the Israelite from each ancestral... Send how many persons? Send who? How many persons? One of its world leaders. Now, let me ask you a sincere question. If you want to see whether it's raining, or if you want to, uh, let's say we have, um, let's say we have something happening out there, and we want to send someone as a spy to quickly go and check what is going on. Are we going to send the elders amongst us to go and check? Are we going to send the elders amongst us? Let's let's have a conversation. Are you going to send the elders? Who are we likely going to send? The young men, I love that answer. The young men who are agile, if something happens and they say big, 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 they'll do what? They ja So if you send an elder, if something happens or if they want to catch him, what happens? They will before he runs with his walking stick, what will happen? They will catch him. But this time, the very first time in scripture that the Bible detailed that God was interested in the kind of person that they send as spies when Joshua sent spies to Jericho God was not interested he was not involved he sent spies of young men I remember the story they knew that they were spies and they were looking for them all around just imagine he's an elderly person how would a person run but the bible said that God specifically told Moses he said send one person out of how many tribes out of the twelve tribes tribes of israel send one person i don't want a child in this business because destiny is involved in this spine and he says send one of your elders i'm going to tell you why he specifically asked for an elder but not now so i just need you to capture this and verse two he says send one elder give us verse three of that scripture And the Bible says, so at the Lord's command, Moses sent out from the desert of Paran, all of them were what? Leaders of where? If you go to verse 4, verse 5, verse 6, just give us a glimpse of verse 4. We're not going to read to the end. And he began to name the names of every leader. So if grace assembly is to nominate a spy, who is our leader. Let's read verse 5. I'm not going there. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So verse 4, verse 5. And it began to say, these are the tribes of the men from the tribe of Reuben, Shumwa, from the tribe of these, blah, blah, blah. And from the tribe of Judah, the man Caleb was handpicked. And what was their mission? To spy where? the promised land and what were they supposed to do three things they were supposed to find out one find out if the land truly is flowing with milk and honey number two find out if the walls are fortified Number three, find out if you can, Moses told them, if you can, of all you can, please try and bring a fruit out of that land. I just want to peep the people to see. So this is not the business for kids, it's the business for what? For leaders. Now, let's put a full stop at that and let me tell you a very short story of my life so that we have a good understanding of what we are teaching this morning. I remember we're talking about a wholehearted word spirit a wholehearted what spirit now let me tell you a very short story so that i will merge it into the story of these spies and we'll understand what to follow what it means rather to follow the lord wholeheartedly amen now, I think I was a junior if I can remember because the only thing I remember in this story, I was wearing, I was still wearing short knicker in school or shorts as you always say. In my school then, the seniors will wear a trouser and then the, the juniors will wear a shorts. Were you in such school? No, you know in this modern school, both senior and junior wear long trouser. Praise the Lord. So we wore, and then they, there was this trend. It was shorts but we trending did not start now. The trend there was a baggy short. The baggy will be the shorts will be very big, like this, oversized. And my mom was very good at that. She sewed it by herself. Your own will look like almost a short and almost look like a trouser at the same time. Between Genesis 1 and Genesis 3, you shall grow into it, praise the Lord. So, we don't really know whether it was a short, short always stop here, but our own will pass the knee as if we were SU sisters, praise the Lord. So, I wore that, but on this day, I went to school, But I forgot to buy something. What it was, I can't remember. But it was so needed in class that I had to get it. And to get or to buy it, I have to go outside the school gate. And in my school then, we had a teacher. He was an Islamic teacher. He doesn't come to school all the time. He can just come to school two weeks. And you will not see him for the rest of the of the session or the term or just come for a period of time but one thing about him he was so fair looking and he was so handsome the most handsome of all the teachers whether male or female combined together Mr. Salami was very handsome and very fair you can see him from a hundred miles away and so beautiful in the outside but in the inside, he was exactly opposite his looks. He just loved to beat students. And that was his own... When you write CV, there's some hobby. So that was his own hobby. I'm sure he must have put it in his CV. So he loved to beat. While you see other teachers carrying books and walking down the corridor, Mr. Salami is carrying... Not cane. carry those one that looks. Those ones that are creamy in color. And he will never hold one. He will hold two. In fact, the third one must have, cut, must have broken because he must have used it in the class. And because Mr. Salami is around, everywhere will become a dead zone as long as he is in what? In school. But the principal was a nice man. So he, the principal was a nice man. But as God will love us, love our school so much they changed the nice principle and brought a woman with which we nicknamed Margaret Thatcher. Praise the Lord. So so just see the combination of Margaret Thatcher and Mr. Salami. It was the worst combination at that period of time. So the principle... Took his work beyond principal work. He loved catching late comer for, for no reason. Principal will leave her work and then go to be a catching late And Mr. Salami is a ready beater, so he is absolutely ready. So he doesn't have time, but just bring them to me. And when Mr. Salami wants to beat, you can be in a class and you'll be hearing, they will set a table before the person you know when the lord prepares a table before you uh, the seniors will hold you by the leg. so everybody you know aligned and you will want it's not these days that they would touch your child you carry the child to school who beat i saw one small mark and it was mosquito mark but you say it's teacher that beat the child praise the lord and then you go to school and report then mr salami cannot beat you and then you go to your parents and say, they beat me. They will not ask you, what did you do that they beat you? They will beat you at home and beat you in school. So everybody aligned themselves. And so, I, there I was standing at the corridor thinking to myself, how do I go to buy this thing that I need to provide in class for my assessment? And there and behold, there was a senior walking. He's uniform was not new but was so well ironed and he was so good looking. My school was only boys secondary school. So it gives the impression of how we look. They will play football until we are very dirty. So to find one that his school uniform is still clean, he was always a joy to see such a person. And so the juniors class were different from the seniors uh, class. So for a senior to pass down to your side means he's going outside the gate. So there I was confused and he was walking down and he saw me and asked me while I was outside and so I told him I needed to get something but I don't know how because it's past time and principal or Mr. Salami may be looking around like a lion looking for whom they want to devour praise the Lord so I just stood there and then I told him what I wanted and he told me you need to get it and he said follow me I am going out as well to get something. So I will take you out. I will buy what I want. You buy what you want. And we we'll come back to class. I said, ah, that is the best thing that have ever happened to me. So there we were. We were walking. As we were walking, my heart was doing big, 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 big. But not too much big, bing big, big. You understand? So I will see another senior but I will want to back out a bit. But because he's with me, the seniors will just greet him and not even notice that I was there. As long as I was with him, following him wholeheartedly, which I wasn't anyways, because my heart was still doing what? Big bim. and big bim. So when I saw him, he would greet his people and, and I discovered he wasn't the head prefect he wasn't the social he wasn't a non-prefect at all because those prefects that you know there's something wicked that brought them to limelight praise the lord but this one i knew he had a prefect tag on him on him but i've never seen him in the gleams of the day before and then they will greet him and they accord him respect more than they even did the senior prefect. And I was wondering, who is this one? He's not a social prefect. He's not a senior prefect. And they are just greeting him and letting us. No questions. So when other seniors were coming, we passed the first one. No question. My heart that was doing big beam. Big beam now started to do only beam praise the lord it means i was beginning to come in down praise the lord so i was walking and i said this is what it means to i need to walk wholeheartedly with this senior anywhere you go i will go and then when we now walk a little further we saw some teachers i said these ones are not perfect too. they heart that was now doing bim now did not do big bim it now did bing bim been because it is what it is a teacher i said let it not be that this teacher will now ask both of us where are you going to and turn us back and the man the young man again met the teacher had the word hello hello everybody and we were going no issues then something told me there is something about this man that i don't know I did not know that he was... It was after the whole incident, which I'm going to share to you, that I discovered that he was a library prefect. And me, I don't go to library. So how... So where will I go and jam? Like, so I don't know him. I don't... We don't know. Those that go to library, they used to see him. And he was the most intelligent student in the school. I only heard his name, but I've never seen his face. I was in GSS. What's my business than to play football and go home and eat? And so for those that went to library or have connection with him, knew that he was the only person that represented the school in all science subjects. math, English, physics, he brought the school honors. So every he was like an egg in the school. This one was the anointed of the Lord and touch not my anointed and do my prophet what no harm. Is somebody blessed already? And so, give God praise in the house this morning. And so I followed him wholeheartedly but as I was going and I saw the teachers, I see one teacher, they will not see anything. Remember when I saw teacher, my heart did how many bing, bing, bing? three big, big, big okay so by the time we pass the first second teacher and now uh, Prefect is not a prophet. Teacher is not the issue as well. So my heart that did three being big, me now came back to how many of them one beam. One beam is to show you that I'm still alive. Praise the Lord. But the way my heart cooled down it's not even supposed to be my tall. Praise the Lord. But that one beam is just to so show my pulse were still on. And so I was now confident. See us, see gates there, and we're just going and going. And then, as I was approaching, it's as if I saw somebody that is fair. <laughs> so we are in church, aren't we? Praise God. You guys are making me lose control. So as I was going, it's as if I saw somebody that was fair. I wasn't so sure. So I was saying, is this person that is fair like this, hope it's not Mr. Salami. because I cannot be explaining this bing, bing bing So I was going and I was also going, the closer I was, he was getting fairer. The closer I was, he was getting fairer. The closer I was, he was not getting handsome. And I know, and I know, Mr. Salami is both fair and handsome. And the clothes I now got, I now saw beyond all reasonable doubt that it was Mr. Salami. Praise the Lord! I did not even wait whether my heart was doing bimo or bing 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 bimo. The only thing I noticed is that I left the man that I thought I was wholeheartedly following and i looked back i saw my class and i ran with the speed of a child I ran back. I did not even care which prefect was... Ca- I did not care whether we would pass through the uh, prefect or we pass through the teachers. As I saw, uh, it was now in bodily form. Mr. Salami and this is me. And Mr. Salami have never put me in his um, anointed table before. Never. He has not prepared a table before me before. And I said, until I graduated, this man would not put, put me, prepare a table. And so I left this prefect... And I ran back to class. I'm sure the young man went and came back. But this is me seeing the gate that I needed to cross and receive what I wanted to. I thought I was following the prefect wholeheartedly all along. It's because I've never seen one of the biggest challenges in my life. You may be here thinking, amen. So, when a message like this comes, you are thinking I'm a child of God. You've gone through the prefects of life. You have walked through the teachers of life. And you think you know God wholeheartedly. And he's about to take you to a promised land. And a message like this is coming to tell you there is a giant waiting for you there is a mr salami of our time waiting in the form of business crisis but i need you to stay close enough to me walk enough with me so that when you see with your eyes you will not run back like the israelites did somebody give god praise in the house this morning So, wholeheartedness is not measured by you. So, don't say, ah, may I follow God wholeheartedly. You've not seen somebody else's giants. And I'll tell you why the children of Israel gave a different report. The other ten tribes. It's not because they saw something different from Caleb or from Joshua. They all saw exactly the same thing. It was with the same physical eyes. They went to the land. They saw the land. The land had the land was fruitful. The land had milk and it had honey. And please, just for teaching's sake, when we talk about milk and honey, it doesn't mean literally milk and honey. It was a descriptive way to say that the land was fruitful and very fertile. Let me show you, I think in, I think in numbers, uh, we're going to get there. When, remember, Moses told them to bring a token of the fruit of the land. Let me tell you how fruitful that land was. And the Bible says it was a season of grapes. So they were cultivated. If you cultivate grapes, the highest you do, you just use one hand and take it home. But the Bible says for the land of the, the promised land, the fruit of that grape, one man could not carry it two men could not carry it. When two men had to carry it, yes, it's up there, they had to use a pole to carry it. That was how fruitful the land was. And so to walk wholeheartedly with God doesn't mean you are not going to face the giants. And the reason why the 10 tribes gave a different account wasn't because they didn't see anything else. They saw the true giants of the land. Did Caleb see the giants? Yes, he did. Did Joshua see the giants? Yes, he did. So, but why did he say something different? It's the spirit of being wholehearted. Give us Numbers 14 verse 9. Numbers 14 verse 9. Let's just bring this home so that you understand. I believe in my spirit that when the man of God is telling us to be wholehearted, somebody's promised land is about to be reached. And you are this close to aborting it because you may not understand what God wants to do. You are this close. If you don't understand this, you will leave it like I did and you will run back. And you will say, no, if it is that promised land, leave me. I'll go back to the cucumbers of Egypt. No, we are all going to eat of that grapes in the name of Jesus. Verse 9 says, only do not rebel against the Lord. This was Caleb's version. Nor fear the people for they are our what? Bread. Their protection has departed from them and the Lord is with us, is with us. Do not what? Fear them. There is something in that line I want you to catch. The people saw the giant, but Joshua and Caleb said, we saw giants as well. But the Lord is with us. You can't know if the Lord is with you if you've not been close enough with him to have spoken to you to tell you that you are with him. I was with a prefect that was untouchable, but because I did not know him, I had absolutely no relationship with him. I did not know that immunity had covered me. You may not know what God can do, except you get closer to him wholeheartedly, have a relationship, only then will you know how God and the truly that God can bring down giants. Somebody celebrate the Lord with me. Very important to know that the Lord is with you. First Samuel 16:18. Before David slew Goliath, Goliath was also a what? A giant, but there was a testimony about him. The way we live our lives, people truly are watching to know. Bible says, concerning the servant, and the servant answered and says. Look, I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, who is skillful in playing, a mighty man of valor, a man of war, prudent in speech, and a handsome person, but not Mr. Salami, praise the Lord. He's a handsome person, and the word, read with me, and the Lord is with him. How do you know that the Lord will be with you in that booth? You need to have a connection and a relationship with what? With him. I'm driving somewhere this morning. And so the Bible says, and the children of Israel flew. Let me tell you why they flew. Numbers 13 verse 27 and verse 28. They did not flee because... The land wasn't fruitful. There are people here, you are about to abort a prayer that you have prayed for many years because there is a giant standing before you. And the word of the Lord is coming to say to you, just keep following me, know what I know, know and see through the lens of God. You are seeing giants through the lens of man. But if you know God well enough, you will see giants through the lens of God. Verse 27. Then they told him and said, We went to the land where you sent us. Didn't we go? Please read with me. It truly flows with what? And its fruit is what? And its fruit. Verse 28, please. Nevertheless, the people who dwell there are strong and the cities are fortified and very large moreover we saw the descendants of do you know who the descendants of anak were let me tell you it's like saying my mother said i'm taking you out of this school in fact this school they mr salami is dealing with you too much so i'm taking you to a school you go to the school the walls are well painted everything they are speaking queen's english and then you now saw mr salami his brother his uncle they are all teachers in that school that's exactly now ask me will you want to go to that school Let me go back to where I have only one Mr. Salami. That is what happened to the children of Israel. They would rather go back to eat the cucumbers of Egypt rather than face all the descendants of Anak. Verse 33, in case you don't know the descendants of Anak, Goliath was one of them. So this was Goliath's birth village or birth country. And God is saying, that is where I put the gold or the prayers to your answers, to your prayers. Then the Bible says, then we saw the giants who are what? The descendants of Anak came from where? From giants. And we were like grasshoppers in their own eyes. And so we were in their sight. So you can see how miserable these people are. They could even read the mind of, they, they, they are reading the mind of the giant that, which they, so they said, we are like giants. They said, we know they are also looking at us as giants. It's good enough that you are believing yourself, but you are also exonerating the problem. So the problem wasn't the land. The problem was with the people in the land. So the more we have to understand this, that we need to build relationship with God, that is only when you will know how God sees giants. God doesn't see giants, God sees answers to your prayers, praise the name of the Lord. The difference is how they view God based on their last walk with God. The last time you prayed is how big you can ever see God. The last relationship you had with God may be how big you could ever have seen God. So wholeheartedness means please walk a little longer with God. Know that prefect more, know him better. If you had known him better, I would have gone outside of that gate. Praise the name of the Lord. A child, I heard this on I, I picked this up somewhere. A child once asked the father how big is God? And the father trying to explain to a little child how big God is, and then he saw an airplane fly over him. And then he asked the child, how big is that airplane? If you've seen an airplane in the sky, how big can it obviously be? If you stretch your hand, the child looked at it and said, the airplane is very small. If God is far away from you, You will only see him very small. If God is close to you, you will see him very big. So the father took the child one day to that airport. And then he walked the child as they were far from it. They saw the airlines from, you know, if you are driving to airport, you can see the airplane. The child was still seeing it very small. This airplane can't carry my father. My father can't fit into it because it's very small. The closer they went, the closer they got to uh, it amazed the child how big an airplane is. You can only be amazed how big God is if you come so heartedly close to him and that is how God is. Somebody give God praise in the house this morning. So number one, build a relationship. If you want to have a wholehearted spirit please build a relationship with God build a what? a relationship with God let me just share what Pastor Colin shared with us on Wednesday one of the Wednesdays when we're dealing with David, it so blessed me Um, I felt guilty that day because sometimes in my life I feel I know the way of God so much that sometimes I don't double check with him anymore you know the way to your office every day. Sometimes it doesn't make sense to double check if there is traffic on the road or there is no traffic on the road. And he said, for every time he is about to leave his house, he opens his phone and checks Google Map. Does he not know the road to the office he knows the road to the office but not all the days of time that the roles are always the same way sometimes you need to check back again with God that same road you took me to, through yesterday, is it the same path I will follow to of the, my answered prayers? That same road you took me through yesterday, if I take it, will I find giants? I make assumptions so much that I follow the same instruction of yesterday and I follow God half-heartedly only to find giants and blame God for putting giants on the road. God is saying, let me show you there are giants ahead and so that I play around with how you see them and the moment you see them not as giants but that the Lord is with you so you will enter the promised land in Jesus name somebody give God praise in the house this morning number two if you have to build a wholehearted spirit, we're looking at three. If we can finish it, we will. If not, we'll continue on Wednesday. But by the speed of time, I think I can only take two. By God's mercy, we'll continue on Wednesday. Let me just take the second one and then we'll close for today. Praise the Lord. Number two, if you want to write it down, you can. Number one is what? Build a relationship with God. So it is not the God of yesterday. Pastor said something that, I, that to me was a, a huge rammer. I never saw it ever in scripture. In one of the seminars, I don't know if you can remember, sir. It was the first time I ever read it. That the cloud was guiding and leading the children of Israel. The Bible says the cloud led them by day and The pillar of light light by night and the pillar of cloud by what? By day. And anywhere the cloud is, it wasn't roving over the children of Israel. Don't take it for granted. The cloud is there because of you. The cloud was only following the temple and the ark of the covenant. So wherever the ark of the covenant was that was where the covering was so you can stay here and the children and the ark have moved and you are still staying there because you never went to the ark to have a conversation and pastor said the cloud have moved with the the ark and you are going the opposite direction, it means you have no covering, you have no protection over any giant, as long as the ark is moving, the cloud is moving, the closer you move with the ark, the more assured you are covered by it. It takes a whole-hearted spirit to know where the clouds are going. Praise the name of the Lord. Numbers chapter 14 verse 22. We take the second part which we talk about relieve the past glory. Relieve or think about the past glory. Now let me show you something quickly. Remember we said something in the beginning. We said when God sent the spies, who were the category of the spies? Who were the category of the spies? Who were the category of the spies? Only the elders. Why? Everyone that was picked, everyone that was picked, had seen all the miracles of the past. So God wasn't picking someone that have never seen him do any miracle. Now, for everyone that is here, we always hear, even including me, when Pastor or Grandma B will talk about LTV 8, LTV 8. I never saw the glory of LTV 8. I was not there, I did not see it. They talk about how they came to this auditorium, and it was it was just a junkyard, rubbish, nothing to write home about. And And I will always hear that testimony, just like the children of Israel will hear the same testimonies from their fathers. How God did this, how God did that. And moving here was almost an impossible task. Help me here. You see, you don't understand it because you never saw the miracle of those days. I'm explaining something here. Why he chose the elders. And Grandma B will always say, the same way God led us here. And we did not believe God can lead us here. The same way God will tell you, leave this place. I'm taking you somewhere bigger. And you get there is a dumb sight. Please help me. Will you believe that God can turn that place around? Why? Because you never saw the glory of those past days. And so if you tell me we'll go to one dump site, this dump site will be better than here. The best I will do for you. When you pray your prayer, I will say amen. But in the back of my mind, I will say, Yimu, praise the Lord. Because I cannot understand how that will work. And so when the Bible said God chose the elders of the land, these people saw 42 miracles that were done by Moses. And so, if you take somebody like Grandma B to another site and say, this is going to be a site that you're going to use, no matter how useless that site will be, she will believe that the same God that did this one will be able to do what to do that one except you did not know that there was a god in that miracle then you will not believe that there will be a god in tomorrow's miracle so for every yesterday's miracle it is not just for testimonies it is a building of faith for tomorrow's miracle praise the lord you did not get that amen For every yesterday's miracle, they are not just for testimonies. They are building you up for tomorrow's faith, Because tomorrow, you will need faith to overcome the giants. And so, number two, you must relieve the past. Is there something God did yesterday? And you've forgotten it so soon. You followed God wholeheartedly up until yesterday. And like Joshua, was it Joshua? No, sorry, um... Elijah or Elisha where he, he, he sent down the rain in a moment and all of a sudden after sending, out, after sending out fire from a moment he left that presence of the glory of the Lord. And a woman said, I'm going to cut your head. And the same man that saw that glory ran for his life. So you think it's all about being a prophet. No. You may be a prophet and see God's glory today. There is a person that will threaten you. You will be shocked that the same person that saw God's glory will run away from the presence of a woman. So don't think you have followed God all enough. um, Elisha ran. So how much more I may run if I see somebody that I say will cut off my head. So don't think your test may just be after you have run can you just look back again and say wait a minute, it's God that led me through that moment you know the human mind can easily forget, the devil knows it, that you will forget the testimony of yesterday and so he will not allow you to keep worshipping because the moment you worship, it's reminding you of the faithfulness of God, building your faith for tomorrow, when you follow God wholeheartedly, the more you follow him, the more you relieve the past glory, the more you understand that God that did it yesterday will do it to me tomorrow. Numbers 14, 22 to 24. Let's 22 and 24. Because all these men, remember these men were what? Elders. Who have seen my glory and the signs which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness and have put me to test These 10 times have not yielded to my voice. Even though they saw me bring down fire, 42 miracles, the parting of the Red Sea, 42, the manna, another miracle, the quail, another miracle, The ten plagues, another miracle. The water from the rock, another miracle. They saw all this. They saw me when I led you from LTV8 to this place. And I'm giving you another word. Why do you doubt me? And God is saying, please go back and relieve the miracles of yesterday. The moment you are waiting for the next miracle, don't complain about unanswered prayers. Let it flood your heart what God did for you yesterday. First Samuel seventeen verse thirty-seven. As we bring this to a close, one of the men that had a whole-hearted spirit understood that principle, and that is why David is called a man of praise. One of the places you can remind yourself of what God did was is being a true worshiper in His presence. David, before he went to slay Goliath, he says. Moreover, David said. The Lord who delivered me from the power of the world lion is this a miracle of tomorrow, of yesterday, and from the power of the words of the bear, he would deliver me from the hand of these Philistines. And Saul said to him, Go. And the Lord be with you. Turn to somebody beside you. As you see God, the Lord will be with you. As you see God, the Lord will be with you. If somebody has been blessed this morning, give us God praise in the house this morning. In the name of the Lord we pray. So this is not an assurance that there are no giants. If the business, if if the miracle is big, then there will be giants waiting for you. God is saying, I am giving you a new dimension of my word because there is a giant you will see that you will abort the plan of God for you. But in this season, God is saying, if you walk closer to me, I will let you see giants as only obstacles and not barriers. Obstacles may bring you down, but they won't put you down. But barriers will put you away for good. But whether you even have barriers as fortified walls of Jericho, somebody's praise will bring such a wall down in the name of Jesus. Rise to your feet and let's just give God praise. Somebody celebrate the Lord in wholehearted spirit. Amen. I'll put you in front, in front of my melody. You are all that my, you are all that matter. Oh Lord, I'll say, I'll make you for two. Oh Lord,
1: you and I,
0: Jesus. You are all the man. You are all the man. You are all the man. I'll put you in front. I'll put you in front. Just lift your hands to the heaven as the music goes on and tell the Lord, I follow you wholeheartedly. Everything about my life, you are only the one that matters. As far as my relationship is concerned, you are all that matters. As far as my career is concerned, you are all that matters. As far as my business is concerned, I follow you wholeheartedly. I may be facing giants and walls at this moment. But help my heart and my unbelief to follow you to the letter. Let me not run back and let me not abort the promise that you are giving to me. The giant of today shall be no more, sayeth the Lord. But you must follow the Lord. For someone you are waiting on the Lord for an answer to a prayer, please continue to wait on the Lord with the wholeness of your heart. You will hear other voices saying this is the way and truly it will work for other people. But it's not the best of time. The timing of the Lord can never but be the best. I'll put you in front, says the writer, and so shall it be in the name of Jesus. And so Lord in heaven, we we'll thank you for your word. Be thou glorified in Jesus' mighty name, we'll pray. Somebody give God a reckless praise in the house this morning. Praise the Lord. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen.